Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you from the Lady Demora, where it is Thursday evening as I'm recording this, and the heat wave has continued in not quite Apple Country. It is 57, yes, 5, 7 degrees out. I don't know if I should be getting a bathing suit and a tank top out or what. But, of course, this is just the tip of the iceberg, as it were, because we've had some rain already, and it is already in the forecast that the temperatures are due to continue to dip over the weekend. So there will be snow and ice and wintry conditions. So how are you? What have you been up to? One of these days, someone will actually email me to tell me. Wouldn't that be a novel idea? But for now, we'll continue on. is the beginning of a weekend. By the time you're hearing this, many of you will be reporting into the workday for the last day of the week, ready to start your plans for fun with friends and family. Or maybe you're just going to stay in and have a night of binge-watching your favorite show. I, for one, have plenty to do. Tomorrow, I have an appointment to see an eye doctor. And this will be the first time in over a decade. Yes, I have turned another age older. And despite the innovations of modern technology, the surgery that I had when I turned 30 has starting to lose its luster. LASIK is not permanent, folks. It's just a long-term bandage or band-aid. Now, if it weren't for the fact that we have two car payments and a mortgage, I might be looking at financing another LASIK procedure. However, for the time being, I'm just going to have to grin and bear it, get my prescription, and toddle on off to the favorite discount glasses company that Baron Frosty has pointed me to, Zenio, Z-E-N-N-I-O, or Zenio, Zeni Optical. I'm sure you'll find it in any search engine. And when I was setting up this appointment, the person at the reception desk was a little less than helpful. Now you see, at the candy shop, I'm union. And we have a list of doctors who participate in our benefits. And 
for uh, many reasons, I don't elect to carry vision coverage because all vision coverage is is really just a coupon, a discount on services for eyeglasses. And I'm not even sure how much is put towards contact lenses. I mean, more than 10 years ago, when that was something I had interest in, it seemed that insurance didn't pay hardly much towards those expenses. So I, for one, don't carry vision coverage. And uh, I was a little miffed that the reception person didn't understand that my union covers my eye exam. Now, I already have the form for my steward filled out that they're supposed to fax in to be reimbursed for the visit. So we'll see how that goes when I arrive there tomorrow. And tomorrow is also Hubby Billy's birthday. Now you would think that we would have special plans and that we would have the day off together. Well, odd as it may seem, although my birthday is a holiday, New Year's, Hubby, working in retail, had to make a special request to get that day off. Now, we did have my birthday off together, but I guess it was a trade-off. He had to choose between having my birthday and his birthday. And, well, the day after, which is Saturday, he will be working late that night, so... We will have a good part of the day together beforehand. And I'm sure that we will make up for that now. I'm actually still tentatively rescheduled with Betty, who wanted to take me out for my birthday the other week. So pending the weather, we may or may not be having a sibling lunch out. But my plans tomorrow are to get the eye doctor appointment out of the way and to get some last-minute additions together for hubby's birthday. Now, I already have purchases that I've made which have arrived at Mama Billy's, who lives in town. And similar to Christmas arrangements, I had things shipped to her so that prying eyes don't go wandering. So I have a handful of things that I've purchased for hubby. It's just the little additions that I have to take care of, the, the card and the wrapping and whatnot. And on Monday, I have my annual physical. So I will be going in for blood work on the day that we're supposed to meet Betty. So that should be fun. I wasn't going to try to cram in 
an eye doctor appointment and blood work all in the same day because if I left it up to fate, I would run out of time for both. So, uh, update on Billy's health. As I've mentioned recently, his uh, immune system has been touch and go because he had an infection at the beginning of the holidays. He got a referral to a specialist at the beginning of the week. And basically the specialist told him that has to come out. So he has a lymph node that has been infected and the specialist seems to think that it needs to be removed because the infection could spread. And yesterday, Hubby had a CAT scan done and the results of which are supposed to help the surgeon decide the extent of the infection the greater detail, if you will, of uh, what needs to be done. Now, a hubby also is one to read up on things, so he has looked into material on the matter of lymph infections, and apparently they can be caused by strain-related injuries especially if one has certain food allergies that they are not being careful to observe. That in combination with a job that's physically demanding. So, uh, not saying that hubby isn't going to follow doctor's orders. However, he is awaiting the CAT scan results and will uh, try to negotiate for physical therapy because the uh, lymph system is a very delicate thing and if you should actually alter it surgically, it uh, is something that's very difficult for the body to recover from. So he is hoping that he can uh, avoid having surgery because it will certainly leave him the worse for wear. And uh, of course, uh, since he had the CAT scan done yesterday and we are still waiting the results, thought it might be uh, helpful to mention that uh, Research on the matter has revealed that in this day and age, apparently, it is not uncommon for testing results to be farmed out. Um, that meaning the information is sent to a third party, that being a contractor, and apparently, oftentimes these days, this means outsourcing to 
overseas staffing. So it is apparently not unheard of that these things sometimes will take a day or two and it's not really all that encouraging to consider that uh, it is being analyzed by maybe the lowest bidder. So I am going to pause because I have arrived and uh, I am making a transfer with Mama Billy. Okay, so Mama Billy and I just made the exchange. We have birthday for hubby, and I will be tucking that under a blanket until it's time for the gift giving. So, the uh, next bit of excitement is that it is now less than 30 days before the Farpoint convention. The sci-fi extravaganza that takes place in North Baltimore, February 9th through 11th. Yes, I've mentioned this program before, and it's at farpointcon.com. A rite of passage for a young sci-fi nerd that I was and a time to visit with old friends will be reuniting with some past guests and with any luck we may have a guest appearance from Lady Janet and possibly Nerdy Pam We'll just have to see what the cards have in store. But we, uh, I am continuing to read Star Trek Discovery, Desperate Hours. I am currently some 130-some pages in. And it's interesting how this book was released just before the new series debuted on CBS All Access last fall. And now that we are more than halfway through the first season, it seems that a lot of the fan groups are just catching on. They're starting to read this book, and I would say that is definitely a good starting place for anyone who hasn't already caught Star Trek Discovery, because the story in the book, Desperate Hours by David Mack, takes place approximately a year or so before the events that are in the pilot of Star Trek Discovery, where we uh, meet Michael Burnham, the heroine, of the series, heroin, heroine, and uh, she is just being offered the position of first officer by Captain Giorgio, 
on this, the Senjo. It's a really enjoyable story. I am liking it a lot. And I think if you haven't already started watching Star Trek Discovery, this would be a good starting place for you. Each morning I've been starting my day with my first cup of coffee and sitting down at the dining room table and reading a few pages before I start making breakfast. Now lately, of course, because of his soreness, Hubby has been sleeping on the couch and partly because he's had a couple of early shifts at work. Sadly, this is not something that's due to change if he has the surgery for the removal of the lymph node because he needs to limit his range of motion so as not to aggravate the area. So I just have to uh, keep my mind in a positive track that despite the absent space in my room at night, I can wake up in the morning and at least get him his first cup of coffee. And we've been trying to keep things light at home. We've been watching old reruns of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. This is something that's available on the uh, TV service we've been subscribing to, PlayStation View. And I want to say that the channel is called Decade. It's kind of a retro programming station. But we watched one of the early episodes of Laugh-In. And of course it... Uh, dealt with some of the politics of the time, with Ronald Reagan being the governor of California and having ambitions to run for presidency. So it's interesting how some of the humor of the time still has relevancy in today, but uh, definitely helps to keep the, the mood somewhat lighter during this a more serious time. So please continue to keep positive thoughts and send your, your light and love to Billy as tomorrow is his birthday. And it would be nice if his body was a fair way on the mend before we make our long weekend trip down to the, the Baltimore area. So, alrighty folks. I hope you have had a good week and that you have something fun planned for the weekend. This is DJ Star Sage. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at TFNDJ and you can email me at DJStarsage at gmail.com. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Unified. Unique. Voices. Unified. Unique. Voices. A network of inclusion. Unifospods.net.